This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. Aloha and good afternoon. Thanks for joining us here on This Is Now. We're going to begin with a look at some weather conditions across the state. It was a wet start to the morning, to the Monday morning. As you can see, this is some images into our newsroom of a down tree in downtown Honolulu uh, near Chinatown, Mauna Kea Street. Uh, a huge tree came down earlier this morning, and in fact, it did hit a vehicle, and we talked to a witness um, a short time ago, but uh, Mark, what other details do you have on this? Yeah, so, so this is at Vineyard Boulevard near Mauna Kea Street, so you had the down tree, city crews are on the scene right now. Uh, in addition to the tree, it also took down power lines and a light pole, which sell, uh, fell on several vehicles, including a trailer truck. Fortunately, no one was hurt, no injuries reported, but we spoke with the driver of one of the vehicles involved. Um, I was just unloading my trailer for work and we heard a loud crack. Tree came down, took the light pole with it, smashed my work truck. I know, I mean, blocking the whole street. You know? How long uh, did it take to come down from you hearing the crack until it falling down? How, how long did it take? Three, three, four seconds. Came down quick. As you heard, yeah, it all happened so fast. Take a look at that right there. That is just some amazing images of that tree onto vehicles. Again, the good news is no injuries were reported here. So that is the bit of good news there. I want to give you guys a live look outside over of, uh, this is Moanalua Freeway, our traffic camera there in the Halava area. Uh, we know of at least two crashes earlier this morning within the last hour we learned of the one of the crashes along moanalua freeway ems officials say a 29 year old woman was seriously injured in that they say the car she was in hit the median it happened just before 11 a.m but no other injuries were reported there and there was actually another crash on the same stretch near in the moanalua freeway westbound lanes now this one happened near the ahua street overpass two vehicles were involved there but it's unclear if there were any serious injuries. But of course, as you can see, traffic is flowing. The scenes there have been cleared. But again, the wet start uh, to this work week has led to those down trees and those crashes. So be sure to be careful wherever you are out on the road. And Dylan, wait, there's more. We want to let you know about a couple of outages on Maui. About 350 customers from Pukalani to Hana are without power due to damaged equipment. At first, 6,900 customers were in the dark, but service has since been restored to a wide majority on Oahu. A small outage reported in the Kalihi area impacting about 50 households. So the uh, winter weather is taking a toll statewide. Yeah, and this is actually a live look at the Mauna Kea uh, camera atop Mauna Kea, you can see white conditions there. It's uh, pretty chilly up there. I mean, it's snowing here in Hawaii, but point being, we are getting a lot of wild weather here on this work week. It's another start to a wild week for and us. Keep here. track of all everything. Uh, scan the QR code that we're going to be putting up on your screen to follow everything with the latest weather conditions. Our first alert weather team has been tracking all of the forecasts all winter long, keeping a close eye on what is unfolding. Also, send us your pictures and video if you come across any weather-related incidents around the state. We also want to tell you now about a former Mililani High School employee who is accused of stealing from the school. This is new video of Glenn Nita. Um, 
He is the school's former athletic director, turning himself in into the sheriff's receiving desk this morning. Prosecutors accuse him of stealing more than $400,000 from the school's booster club. They say he used the money to pay off credit cards, withdrew money from the club's account at an ATM in Las Vegas. Again, this is video just into our newsroom and footage you'll only see right here on Hawaii News Now. Mililani High School officials called the allegations deeply concerning and said they are fully cooperating with authorities. Now, he is out on $500,000 bail. No word yet on his next court appearance. Yeah, guys, there is a lot going on again on this busy work week. And now we're going to take a look at some of our other top stories. HPD has released details in a deadly motorcycle crash in Windward, Oahu. Police say speed is believed to be a factor in the crash that happened around 1120 last night in the Punalu'u area. The motorcyclist was going up Kamehameha Highway when he lost control and slammed into a rock wall. Officials have not yet identified the man, but EMS says he appeared to be in his 50s. He was not wearing a helmet and was pronounced dead at the scene. Kamehameha Highway was closed in both directions overnight, but has since reopened. This marks Oahu's 12th traffic-related death on the roads this year. Over on Maui, a luxury yacht that ran aground at Honolulu Bay has finally been pulled off the rocks after two weeks. DLNR says it was scuttled in 800 feet of water. Jelani Martinez has more on the efforts. The salvage ship Kahi was able to free the 120-ton yacht Nakoa around one Sunday. Ideal weather conditions and a 3,300-horsepower tug made the third salvage attempt successful. DLNR credited the salvage company for their patience and seeing the job through. As the vessels were leaving, humpback whales were seen escorting the trio out. I would tell you, we were all pulling. We were all literally praying this was a perfect day. There was no wind until after that vessel moved out. So it was clear. I think um, things were in alignment. I think the whales that escorted that vessel out there also wanted it out. City leaders watched as the Nicole was pulled away. All of us up there watching felt a big sense of relief. And I'm very grateful to the state of Hawaii for their efforts in finding a salvage company who was able to do the do the task. The important thing was to get it removed, um, but the cost I think is being borne by the taxpayer and that really should be the person responsible. And guess... The Save Honolulu Coalition has been keeping a close eye on the 94-foot yacht since it ran aground near the Honolulu Mokulaia Marine Sanctuary. There is a scar on the shoreline rocks and part of the reef and let that serve as a painful reminder before we all get too comfortable and forget this. Let that scar be a reminder to us that we need to make sure that we all do what we have to do to make sure this never happens again. DLNR says they'll return to the location this week to assess the damage and will work with the Attorney General's office to hold the owner of the yacht accountable. Both for the damages to the reef, the environment, all the costs associated with the removal of the vessel, as well as all the administrative costs. Definitely going to be on the lookout for the Board of Land and Natural Resources investigation um, meeting to hear, you know, all what the state finds. 
and and definitely rally testimony to support uh, full accountability for the owner and the corporation. A former Department of Education official is set to be arraigned today on felony theft charges. Carrie Luana Klein is accused of stealing more than $7,000 from the department using DOE purchase orders and falsifying documents. The Hawaii Tribune Herald reports Klein worked as a business manager at DOE's Ka'u Ke'au Pahoa Complex. Klein faces up to 15 years in prison if convicted. Happening now, a rally is underway at the Hawaii State Capitol. Midwives, birth attendants, and local parents are demanding lawmakers take action on a bill to keep the practice legal. It would extend time for them to operate under informal licensing while a more formal process of accrediting can be developed. Supporters of the bill staged a sit-in demonstration at the Capitol to get lawmakers' attention. Critics say inaction on the bill raises transparency concerns. We'll have more details on this later tonight on Hawaii News Now. The 2024 presidential campaign is still in its infancy, but candidates and potential candidates are already starting to rally. Nicole D'Antonio has the details. President Biden is meeting with some old friends today. We're the first group to really jump behind me. The International Association of Firefighters has supported President Biden from the beginning, even urging him to run for the White House back in 2019. I promise you, I promise you, you've had my back and I'll have yours. While President Biden has yet to officially launch a re-election campaign, former President Donald Trump is already in the race. We are going to finish what we started. We started something that was a miracle. Trump rallied with supporters of the Conservative Political Action Conference in Maryland over the weekend. I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. Former President Trump's path to the Republican nomination is far from guaranteed. He's already facing competition from a former staunch supporter. I'm running for president to renew an America that's strong and proud, not weak and woke. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley also addressed CPAC, but Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who has not yet announced whether he's running, did not attend. He's on a tour selling his new book. In Florida, we say very clearly, uh, we will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Our state is where woke goes to die. Former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan told Face the Nation that he will not seek the White House out of concern that more people in the race would help Trump win the nomination. Nicole D'Antonio, CBS News, Washington. Well, a new affordable housing complex for Kupuna is opening soon in Mo'ili'ili, and they're still looking for residents. Hale Makana o Mo'ili'ili is a five-story complex that has about 80 studio units and 24 one-bedroom apartments. Studios range from around $550 to $1,100 a month, all based on income. A one-bedroom costs only a little bit more. Project organizers say interest has not been as high as they hoped. They say their marketing budget is limited because it's a 100% affordable housing project. AARP says getting the word out to Kupuna is challenging. The need is there. There's two problems. One is getting the information to the Kupuna. And two, once they get the information, how do they qualify? How do they fill, up, fill out the paperwork? The groups that we, we, we see um, that are harder to reach are groups... Kupuna who don't speak English as, as a first language. And that there's a lot of them in Hawaii. Hale Makana Omo Ili'ili says rentals are only for those 55 and older, earning 60% of area media income or below. 
You can find more information on the application process on our website. The Tennessee governor recently signed what's being called an anti-drag bill into law. But over the weekend, drag brunches continued across the state. And one Memphis business owner says they are not making any changes even after the law goes into effect. Here's Walter Murphy. Kids and adults alike came out for good food and entertainment at the weekly Rainbow Brunch at Atomic Rose on Sunday. Only three days after, Governor Lee signed a controversial bill into law that bans or restricts drag shows in the state of Tennessee. The governor told Action News 5 on Wednesday the law is meant to protect children. Sexualized entertainment in front of children and obscenity for children is something that shouldn't happen in this state. Organizers of Rainbow Brunch in downtown Memphis say it's always family friendly. State Senate Minority Leader Ramesh Ackberry says she's been to a few of them herself and never seen anything that she'd deem inappropriate for children. There are people celebrating their birthdays, there are people just there to have brunch. I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, a really fun source of entertainment, a great place for a diverse group of people to gather. Showrunner of the Sunday tradition here at Atomic Rose, Bella Duval, says the show will go on despite and in spite of what she calls an attack of the LGBTQ plus community in Memphis and beyond. I am here to tell you that if someone attempts to use this law to tell me that I cannot march in the Pride Parade and Festival, I will not comply. If they attempt to tell me that I can no longer welcome children into our all ages performance in this safe space, I will not comply. And the people that were here on Sunday say they're not giving in or giving up either. We will be here longer than the state legislature. We will vote you out. Some of Hawaii's top 15 school principals were honored Sunday by Island Insurance Foundation. They're all in the running for the 17th Masayuki Tokioka Excellence in School Leadership Award. The group included leaders of public elementary and secondary schools from all four counties. They each received a $1,000 cash award. The award winner and two semifinalists will be announced at the Public Schools of Hawaii Foundation annual dinner in April. A grand prize for the top principal will be $25,000, 10 to keep for themselves and 15000 toward a school project. Energy prices have been on the rise, but on this World Energy Efficiency Day, Billy V has some tips on cutting costs. Thank you very much. We're here at Halekalele, which is at 901 P.E. Koi Street. It's right in the urban core. We're talking about energy efficiency. Hawaii Energy Executive Director Caroline Carl is with us. And Caroline, tell us about this wonderful building. This is an amazing property that's committed to clean energy, clean transportation, and energy efficiency. In its construction, they sourced all highly efficient materials. It's, it's wonderful. In-unit high-efficiency appliances, LED lighting, high-efficiency air conditioning, and actually the central water heating is solar water heating. Wow, not only that, but also you've got EVs here as well. Absolutely, EV, 10 EV charging stations and EV car share for, for renters and for their guests. And then uh, along with that, you've got all of these panels that are on top of the parking structure. Over 750 PV panels that power 60% of this building during the day. So, and it charges the EV charging during the day. So that is going directly from the sun to the car. Now you're hoping that more buildings, more companies, more people start to think about this and take these kinds of measures. 
Absolutely. I mean, it is so important for affordability for our community. And Hawaii Energy is here. You can visit our website. We're here to help. We have rebates for all the things I mentioned. And we have advisors that can help you better understand what your options are. If there's developers that are starting to make buildings, do you have rebates for them as well? Absolutely. We have a great new construction program. We can walk you through what your options are, and we're always focused on reducing the operating costs for our community. Okay. And finally, what are you hoping that people do on this energy efficiency day? I just hope you take stock in what you can do to reduce your energy usage. And if you have any questions, reach out to us, hawaiienergy.com. All right, or you can put your, uh, go ahead and go to our website at hawaiinewsnow.com. We'll put all the links for you. Once again, from Haleakalele, which is, according to Hawaii Energy, one of the most energy efficient buildings that has been newly constructed here on the island of Oahu. From Pi'ikoi, I'm Billy V, Hawaii News Now. Plans have been finalized for a celebration of life for legendary Hawaii broadcaster Jim Leahy. His services are scheduled for this Sunday at the St. Louis School Clarence T.C. Ching Center. He was the voice of UH Athletics for decades, calling the program's biggest games. He died in late January at 80 years old. Visitation is 12.30 with the celebration of life at 2 p.m. Well, let's give you a live look outside right now, taking a view of Honolulu from our tower cam. Wind, rain, big surf have been the stories of this winter. Expect all of that this coming week over the next several days as another front is going to be moving in. Those heavy downpours that we've had, uh, especially last week, expect more of the same and also expect some high winds. We saw the effects of high winds earlier this morning with the down tree and the down pole in the downtown Honolulu area. And for a Look at what we can anticipate over the next several days. Let's turn to Guy Hoggy. Two cold fronts will be in control of our weather for the next couple of days. This is the cold front that's over us now onto Maui County by 8 o'clock tonight. Another cold front is going to be due in uh, to the state by tomorrow night. So that front's not going to bring a lot of rain, but it is going to be pretty wet this morning for Oahu moving on to Maui County. And then that other front is coming in tomorrow night. So tomorrow is going to be largely a break from all the wet weather. And then by tomorrow night, it's going to be onto Kauai, moving on to Oahu by the middle of the, by the morning and moving down the island chain as well. Now, once that front moves through, filling in strong westerly winds. So Wednesday is going to be a very windy day. Not a lot of rain, but it will be very, very windy. Wind alerts might be posted. We might get some down trees, some down power lines, that sort of thing. And then drier weather uh, takes over from Thursday. The weekend's looking good, but we got to get through the wet and windy uh, next couple of days. Not a severe weather nationwide. A cruel winter continues in California as some communities in East Los Angeles are buried under snow. Miguel Almaguer takes us there. This morning, with California battered by more winter weather, some communities remain cut off. Up north, the Sierra Nevada blanketed by up to five feet of snow. And in Southern California, emergency crews are working to plow through up to 10 feet, all falling in the past week. And underneath that mound is my Jeep Wrangler. Uh, totally buried. Thousands live in the San Bernardino Mountains just east of Los Angeles, where back-to-back -back storms have left roadways blocked, houses buried, and people stranded for days. And now some increasingly desperate residents are running low on supplies. We have neighbors who are panicking. They're without, you know, food, power, 
heat medications. The snow even sparking fires, possibly caused by gas leaks. We've had uh, eight working. Back outside as we work through some technical issues right now. Uh, again, another look over Honolulu as we try to grapple with what is happening with severe weather. Uh, as we started top of the show, the down tree, the down pole, and the down lines in downtown Honolulu. Uh, that was at Vineyard and Mauna Kea. Just some amazing video. Uh, and let's take a moment now to uh, yeah, show you what's trending online. We're actually going to go ahead and move to our next story. Uh, Mark, this is a story out of your former hometown. This is the Bay Bridge here. Majestic now, Bay Bridge. Bay Majestic. Take a listen. Now we feel a little bit sad because we don't see any more the lights. When it actually went out, it was the bridge still looks cool, so less sad than I thought it would be. That's right. The Bay Bridge lights went dark after about 10 years. Take a look at that. That's a, a very bittersweet image there. They actually turned off the lights. Um, the... Uh, the organization behind it says they need about $11 million to bring the lights back and give this system a makeover. Essentially, they want to refurbish all of those lights, and they're hoping to get some custom-engineered bright LEDs. But again, it's going to take a lot of money. As of now, about $6 million of the estimated $11 million has been pledged. So uh, we'll see if they can hopefully bring back those famous lights real soon. Anyone who's been to San Francisco knows that when you look at the Bay Bridge at night, that really is a sight to see when you have yeah. the light show uh, just on that thoroughfare, especially when you're looking at it uh, from the city. Also, too, when you're driving on the bridge and to have that kind of flank yeah. you on either side right there, uh, that, that is a sight. And yeah, who knew, thinking about it, and when you see these types of stories, how much science, how much work is involved with all of that to a bring lot. that to life. Yeah, mm -hmm. a lot. Well, hopefully, again, they can bring those back. I saw those for the first time uh, last month. Absolutely beautiful. Glorious. Yeah. We also want to share with you some good news now out of West Virginia. Take a look at this. A West Virginia woman is celebrating her 101st birthday. Happy birthday to Frances Evans. She is more than a century young and credits her long life to a diet of food she grew herself. And her advice, get a lot of rest and have plenty of friends. Be a good friend and neighbor to those around you. I think that means a lot. And I have plenty right here to prove it with all these wonderful friends. Wonderful friends. How cute is that? Uh, her friends also say she often lives with the mentality or the viewpoint that the glass is always half full and not half empty so happy birthday to her i love seeing stories like that too and i always love that the uh, the, the the life hack or the pro tip that they give to the secret of longevity is oh you know i just eat whatever or i have a <laughs> two shots of whiskey every day <laughs> a cup of wine is good for the heart <laughs> uh, happy happy birthday right there uh but i you know an alert for the grocery shelves right now. A popular chocolate bar is getting a new look. The makers of Toblerone, long known as being a Swiss chocolate, plan to stop production in Switzerland and will be moving to the Slovakian capital of Bratislava. Under Swiss law, national symbols such as the Matterhorn Mountain are not permitted on products that don't meet their criteria. So that means Toblerone will have to lose the iconic peak on its packaging and it's going to have to switch up its look. So the bar's new look has a distinctive uh, typeface and logo, and along with the signature of its creator, Theodore Tobler. Uh, but hmm. I'm pretty sure the chocolate, still scrumptious, 
and delicious. Scrum so no problems um there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to end today with one more live look outside. The clouds and showers are continuing to roll on through Oahu and parts of the state. Wherever you are, be sure to send us your weather photos and videos. Mark is back first at four on KHNL. Thank you all so much for tuning in on this Monday afternoon. This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day.